Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, part two, lovely chat with Matt Rogers of Las Culturistas fame. Uh, and many other things. He's done loads of stuff. Okay, here's part two. I don't follow hot people on Instagram. Well, that's not quite true. Sometimes I'll find myself in a space where I am. But like, I can't do it. I actually can't do it to myself. I follow lots of like therapists and news. But still that whatever your search page is gives me hot boys. You ever notice, like, if you're ever, like, doing, like, a light Instagram stalk on someone, then their page will appear everywhere. Like, it's it's just, yes. like, it's really odd. I think that what the phone is noticing is how much time someone's name is appearing on your phone because they know you're looking at to see what they've done. And, like, I yes. think it's, like, it, it's as minuscule as them being, like, not even just he clicked. It's that his he stayed on this page for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Like. Totally. It's always like an Insta-gay with 40,000 followers who's like incredibly handsome. And they look amazing in all the pictures. And I'm always like, I want to know the point that this started. So I have to scroll back to like, I'll be Mm. back at 2017, trying to find the moment that they decided to stop. Like it was avocado on toast. And then suddenly they got the camera and turned it round. (laughs) And and you're like, and then the body changes and everything changes. And suddenly suddenly they look like a millionaire on a yacht. Like it's so weird. It's a mind fuck. But the thing is like, also, I used to be that kind of person. And when I first got on Instagram, I, I even got on the podcast and I was like, all indignant. I was like, I will never take my shirt off on Instagram. I think it's bad for everyone. I think it's like, you know, I, th- I think it's um, it's sending the wrong message. Like, why do we care about that? Also, it's so vain, etc. Da da da. And then I remember a couple years later, I was working out really hard for, to shoot the movie Fire Island. Yeah. And I got into what what at the time was the best shape of my life, and I found myself. I had posted a picture of myself with my shirt off and I was like, oh my God, I not only do what I did, I feel vulnerable for doing that, but I felt like a fraud. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was not helping, but there was something in the ego that took over when I got the opportunity to get that type of attention for that. Mm-hmm. And then I haven't done that again in years, like for, for various reasons. But the thing is like, it did happen where I was no better than that. Yeah, And I was like, I was just like, and here I am contributing to this in a way that I know is not meaningful and entirely for me. And like you watch the likes come in and there is that thing, that moment when you're like, oh God, like I feel 
this thing that Crazy. was supposed to make me feel good that I thought would make me feel good now has made me feel even worse and more judgmental of myself. Mm. So it is a vicious cycle, and that makes me know that just because someone is presenting a certain image or look or a lifestyle on Instagram, you almost spin out more as a result of having participated in it yes. than you are as someone just watching it. Like that's why I think it's even. Have you ever seen the movie Ingrid Goes West? No. Oh, you must see it. Let me. Go. It is the best movie about um, the way that we participate in and are affected by um, social media. It's. Aubrey Plaza and Elizabeth Olsen, oh. and they are both fantastic. And Aubrey Plaza plays this like you know she's she's unwell and she is addicted to people on Instagram, and she has an experience where she becomes fixated with Elizabeth Olsen's character, who's like an Instagram influencer, and she actually changes her life to be in a position where she can befriend Elizabeth Olsen. It's about like how the cards kind of the deck of cards kind of all comes tumbling down when she realizes that a Elizabeth Olsen is not everything that she's portrayed mm -hmm. and B that she can't keep up this thing in real life that people keep up all the time on Instagram and social media, which is another personality. Yeah. So it's a really fascinating movie. Oh, that's good. I'm going to watch that tonight because it's, I almost have more respect for the person who just takes their top off and posts it. Whereas what I would do is like create a really complicated version of a validation thing i've posted not topless pics i've posted holiday pics and i've been like oh maybe one on the beach in there and i'm like what are you doing to yourself you're making this so complicated like trying to pretend like you're not but you are it's just like you're i'm boring myself and then even that conversation in your head is toxic <laughs> you know uh, i've been on a journey with my therapist lately where she's like do you, re do you realize how many things you say about yourself that are really cruel? You say way more cruel things than you say nice things. Wow. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I, I do wonder how much social media plays a part in that. Because it's like you're constantly mm -hmm. competing mentally with the best versions, or at least everyone thinks the best versions, of themselves online to the point where, like, you couldn't even begin to rival how much you see someone online versus how much you see someone in life. So that online avatar, that persona becomes the person. So then when you go to relate to these people in real life, you don't know how to do that because you have an image of them literally in your head mm. that they've, that's, that's removed from them because it's not actually them. It's what they've put forward. And then you have your perception of that thing they put forward. So you're like, three times removed from these people. And it, it's a it's a mind fuck, it's, it's wild. And how does that relate to to being in the dating world now? Like you've just moved to New York for- Fucked. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's fucked, it's much more difficult. Yeah. It's, it's and, and I, I will say it's way easier in New York City because my bit with New York City is that there's 1 billion gay men here and 33 gay men in Los Angeles. How many gay men do you think, are you in, are you in London? <laughs> Uh, I'm just outside, but I'm from London. So how many gay men live in London? Does it feel like? Bazillions. I Bazil would... And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh... I would love to spend more time there because it, the guys are hot and interesting and fun and there's a lot of them. I love that you think that. Yeah, well, and it's good like... <laughs> Your tone of voice as I said that. <laughs> I love that you think that. Well, because it's like, you know, when you live it, like, so I, you know, I'm married, so I, I stopped my hunch. Not the eye roll as you say, I'm married. <laughs>
<laughs> so like it's a while ago since I was dating, but obviously my friends are dating and stuff and I see it and it's like, but people struggle as much in London as, as I would perceive you would in LA or New York. But I think the whole social media side of dating is really hard because people instantly look someone up on social media. They see those 47 pictures and it's like, they all have to look incredible if you buy into that kind of thing. I have observed <laughs> there's this whole kind of tranche of people who are like these hyper-achieving gays who are uh -huh. all kind of dating each other. And it all just seems, it just fright, it frightens me. Of course, that's because it's designed to make it seem like they occupy a certain class. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it's, and people don't mean to do that. I really think... People just want to be like, look, I'm doing well, I'm doing good. And what they don't understand and what we all don't understand sometimes is that what we're projecting is actually a superiority, which is not attractive. And I'll say wow. what the one thing that I really like about um, – not that I really like but I notice about dating and social media is I will interact with someone's profile, get in the DMs as it were. And then I'll be like so sick to my stomach about going to meet up with this person because I think they're so hot or I think they're so smart or I think they're so this. And then you meet them in real life and what happens immediately is they're a real person. Mm -hmm. And they don't look as tall as you thought they would or they do something weird with their eyes where they don't look at you all the time <laughs> or they have a weird thing with their voice and actually it makes them more attractive. Oh, that's lovely. It's like those bizarre little things that are humanity yes. that are unable to be edited in real time like then actually makes my shoulders drop a little bit because I'm like, oh, I was anxious for no reason. This person is a person like me. That's Their abs don't usually actually really look like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's even worse on Grindr when you go on Grindr and I go on my grid and I'm like, how does everyone <laughs> have perfect man titties like this? It's how is everyone's body sculpted to perfection? How? I know it's not possible. And then it's not. What are they eating? It's chicken breast and nothing else. It's like people, they talk about the ways in which they do this. And I'm like, wow, that sounds absolutely miserable. <laughs> it's like you hear it about in like um, people that are on Ozempic too. And oh, they say, yes. oh, well, yeah, I look good. It was easy. But also I can't eat anymore. I have lost food in my life. I think I'd rather keep food in my life than know I was, you know, going to look better. Yes. I think I would just rather. I, I Can you imagine? Wild idea. Okay, for those people listening who don't know what Ozempic is, just explain what it is. And is it true, as my friend told me who lives in Los Angeles, that everyone is on it? So, to start at the beginning, Ozempic is this new kind of, it's a new craze. It actually is, um, you know, I don't want to say anything incorrect, but my perception of it is that it's a it's it's for diabetics. Yeah. It was originally engineered for diabetics, you know, to help them maintain their health. And what it does is it actually, it suppresses your appetite. And so it's become a huge craze wow. in, I think, America, but definitely Los Angeles. Literally, if you've seen a celebrity all of a sudden drop 40 pounds, you needn't really ask why anymore. What's happening right now is they're taking these shots, Ozempic. I believe it's daily. I believe it's pretty easily accessed. And yes, everyone is on it. Whoa. Because it does work, but it ruins food for you. And also there's like some question as to whether there's really not a question actually. It's like when you stop, 
then likely the weight will come all the way back and maybe not in a healthy way. It's not a cheat, you know, but it is like, it's a medication that you get on in order to lose weight. And a lot of people in LA are on it, a lot. Wow, and you know, I'm, I feel like I'm forced to say this bit because people write in when I'm flippant about weight. But you know, like it is, it's really sad to see that people are using it you know like it, it is i don't know just tweaking your appearance like this like that expecting some validation in return is it's a sad state of affairs i think you know i guess my thing is because the world is the way it is and because the expectations especially in the entertainment industry are what they are and the realities are what they are especially for women i don't judge anyone for doing anything mm -hmm. because my thing is they must be really thinking this is the best way for me. Or even if they don't think that, this will be the easiest way for me. It's not their fault because really it's what society and this industry has done to women and what they feel like they have to look like. Mm -hmm. So is it sad? Like, I mean, I guess if I wanted, if I looked at it like sad, then yeah, but like people are doing what they need to do. And I, I feel like it's also, I don't want to... It's, it's hard because I know they're getting it enough from each other and themselves about how they got thin. So many people are denying they're on Ozempic because everyone still wants to say they're eating better. And like, I took up boxing or like, you know, I'm, I, you know I walk more or like, you know, what I started doing was I, I became vegan. It's like, honey, you didn't become vegan and drop 40 pounds in three months. It didn't happen. <laughs> But also it's like, and, and here's another thing. It's hard to be like, well, it's none of our business when you see like a beauty standard change overnight. Yeah. Like it's something to remark on. You know what I mean? I think it's not interesting, but, but notable that the entire way that certain women are treating their bodies and what they're doing in order to fit a certain standard has shifted in such a specific way with this drug you know so i do think therefore it's worthy of conversation mm. but i try not to be too judgmental because i know how fucking hard it is we just talked about being terrorized by instagram and what it does to our own self-perception imagine being a woman where that's just literally everywhere yes yes it's, it's a very very good and and true point ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I want to hear the story about Mariah because you chased oh. her down to anoint you as the next King of Christmas, Queen of Christmas. Can't remember which word you use. Prince of Christmas. Prince, Prince. I'll be the prince. I think prince is sort of the hottest Very know, much royal so. title. Yeah. 
It really is. Is is Prince Harry a cultural thing in the way that he is here? Yes. Right. Yes. So when I was growing up, like Prince William was a heartthrob mm. and, and Prince Harry was a little bit younger. But then when Prince Harry like sorry, but got way hotter than Prince William. It took over. I remember there was some photos of Prince Harry playing soccer where he like had lifted his shirt up over his head and like you could see, like he was just hot. Like (laughs) Prince Harry is hot. Yeah. The dangerous prince. Yes. 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 The dangerous prince. And there was something bad boyish about it. And I guess ultimately it all ended up being true. Like he was the dissenter. Um, But Prince William, when I was younger, he was, they were really trying to make him like an American heartthrob. I remember for a while they were like, oh, you know, he's dating Britney Spears. And like, wouldn't it be fun if Britney Spears became the queen? Yes. There was this whole thing. But yeah, they tried it with Prince William for a while. But then, you know, when when a Prince Harry comes along, you can't keep him down. No, it was, yeah, he was never going to win. How, how are we all feeling about Britney? Well, I'm actually in the middle of her autobiography right now, which I will say is like pretty stunningly performed by Michelle Williams. She's reading it. So Britney Spears reads, I think, the first chapter. And what I had heard was that it was the intent for Britney to read the entire book, Mm. but that it was too difficult. And they got Michelle Williams to come in and do it. And Michelle Williams' take on it is it's like she's embodying Britney, but like speaking very slowly and very almost instructionally on exactly what happened in Britney Spears' life so that everyone can really understand the humanity. And it's very plain and it's very, it's very emotional at times. And she's doing an incredible job. And and the book is, uh, the only way I can describe it is it's very clear. Like, and it's, it's, this is what happened. This is how I felt. This is how it's affected me to this day. And it's pretty difficult to argue with. I mean, she was victimized by nearly everyone in her life to the point where we as a society just accepted it. And it's just really, I think it's important that she didn't read it because I think that she tends to move very fast. And it's clear that even she might not have, it's it's just, this information is, being delivered really well by Michelle Williams, and I think it would be worth a listen for everyone. Yeah, I mean, Michelle Williams reading the phone book would be important, right? It's like... She's pretty major. I mean, like, <laughs> I, it, I always remember her as Dawson's Creek, yes. but, but, like, she's major. That is a, such an incredible choice. I had no idea she did that, and I love that that's her doing it, because it just takes it out, yeah. it just imbues it with weight, because it was... It was on one hand, what happened with her, like poptastic and also so dark and grave and and happened in plain sight. I think that's the thing that we're all, I feel guilty about with Britney, you know, it's like we were all like, oh, 100%. oh she's deranged, you know, so flippant. Especially I'm at the point in the book right now where she's discussing like shaving her head and the aftermath and when she uh, attacked the paparazzi car with that umbrella yes. and the way that she is uh, contextualizing it is that she was just in such a state of grief and shock of her children being taken away and the fact that everyone in her life turned on her i mean her ex-husband kevin federline basically like totally abandoned her you would think that that was someone that she left but he completely iced her out and then tried to take her kids away and like make her seem crazy her parents jumped on the bandwagon the conservatorship happened it everything was taken from her and basically what they dangled in front of her as a carrot was her children mm-hmm. they were like you have to participate in this 
life where we own you or we are not going to let you see your kids. It was unbelievable what they were able to get away with with her. And when all of that behavior that we as a culture at a time were being told was like crazy, deranged, psychotic behavior by her, and wow, she's cracked and she must be on drugs, etc., was all someone who was just desperate to keep her children. Mm. Like, and wasn't on that many like substances that we think like it wasn't like she was out doing cocaine and you know fucking meth and Mm. was drunk all the time she was just in a state of fear shock anxiety she talks a lot about how anxious you feel when you become that famous and that many people want things from you and you can't have a conversation without it being documented that contributed to a lot of social anxiety that she even admits made her weird it's just a really really fascinating frank direct take on the whole britney spears thing god from her wow and this is, I asked you a question about uh, Christmas and then I proceeded to not ask you about Christmas. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, let's talk about Christmas, then just start talking about Britney. So, I mean, that's par for the course with me. Yeah, same here. So you're doing these Christmas shows and then tell me about your Mariah trying to get her to anoint you as the prince. Yeah, so basically the entire engine of my show is that, like, if Mariah Carey is the queen of Christmas and it's been so financially beneficial for her and she's been able to sort of capitalist take over Christmas in this way, I'm like, I think the only thing that makes any sense for me to do is to become the prince of Christmas and do the same thing and sort of follow in her footsteps. So it's sort of been this long-running bit that I'm going to get her to actually crown me the prince of Christmas. So... Uh, I don't know how I asked this question without the spoiler, but like, so did you have a conversation with her? I'm afraid, I'm so sorry, I should know the answer to this, but I don't. No. So basically, we, we've never had a conversation. We have had an exchange. So last year, uh, it was like, I was in the middle of doing press for the special and everything, and um, Bowen and I got an opportunity to be on, do you guys have Peloton in the UK? Yes, like, yeah. yeah. Okay, so do you know Cody Rigsby? Yes, yeah. Yeah. So he was kind enough to invite us on his talk show, LOL Cody, on Peloton. Oh, lovely, yeah. And Mariah last year, like, her, I guess, big endorsement deal was with Peloton. So it must have been in her contract that she'd come and do a bit with Cody. So the day we were there, she came and did a bit with Cody. Now, some background is I was in the Peloton class, and I don't really do Peloton or SoulCycle, like, I just don't. So it was difficult for me to get my foot snapped into the (laughs) Peloton to begin with. So I'm strapped into the chair. Mariah is right next to me on this pedestal doing this bit with Cody. And I'm, I'm literally pedaling next to her in the chair. So after she's done with her bit, and by the way, they put me there because they knew what a huge fan I was. Right. So after she's done with her bit, she looks over and makes eye contact with me. And mouths, can you help me down? Because she's wearing, of course, 22-inch heels, and she's up on this, like, pedestal. So I just, again, I am not used to snapping into this bike. So I am wrenching my leg out of this Peloton bike. And they tell you not to do that because you could, like, break your knee doing... You could pull, like, you could, like, you know, bust your ACL. But I'm thinking to myself, like... I would rather lose my leg on camera 
then allow Mariah Carey to be in one more moment of distress <laughs> about getting down from this, I don't know, four-inch pedestal <laughs> because of her footwear. So I eventually get myself out of the Peloton. I run over. I grab her hand, and I lead her down. And you can see on my face, there's, like, footage of it. I'm just, like, out of out of my mind. And I lead her to safety, a.k.a. the stairs three feet away. And then I sit back and I turn around and she mouths to me before she goes backstage, Matt, I love you. Stop Because I think they told her I was like a major lamb. Now, I don't think she knows or remembers who I am at all, but I think in that moment she was told, Matt, I'm going to tell you, your therapist would say to you, you should not say that to yourself. She knew who you were and she loved you. It's not even me being cruel to myself though, Stacey Colleen. It's it's, It's me being realistic about Mariah Carey. Okay. Gas, gas, gas. I could have chatted to Matt forever. Love it. Um, next week, we have a super exciting episode of Homo Sapiens. We've got two. We're marking Transparenting Day and we're having an incredible chat with trans activist Jax Feely and his mum about the ways families can support their trans children. I love Jax. Jax is the one who organised the Trans Rights March recently at Downing Street. He is doing amazing things supporting trans people so lovely chat and then we've got jonathan van ness no less of queer eye fame uh, of amazingness fame for our main episode so next week is a bumper week at homo sapiens on instagram hello at homo sapiens podcast on email um it's time for me to go and finish my toast and hopefully this cup of coffee will materialize all right everybody uh sending you loads of love bye-bye oh look coffee's here coffee's here Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Powered by Spirit Studios.